So the king of Israel, Ahaziah, sent a messenger to Elisha to kill him. The door is closed. He's detained by the door. And Elisha prophesies. Vayemer Elisha, and Elisha said, Shimut Hashem, hear the word of God. Kayamar Hashem, this is what God said. At this time tomorrow, exactly 24 hours, one se'ah, a unit of volume slightly larger than 21 liters, of high quality wheat flour will be sold for one shekel, and two se'ah of barley will be sold for one shekel at the gate of Samaria. In other words, there was a huge inflation due to the incredible amount of starvation and lack and siege. And he says, whereas in the city's current besieged state, the head of a donkey and dove were crazy expensive, he saw a miracle occur the next day where everything would be incredibly low. He said, like, uh, sorry, the dove's dung was even very expensive. Well, the official who's, on whose arm the king leaned, his military officer, whoever it was, answered the man of God and said, Behold, in order for this to occur, the Lord would have to make windows in the heaven and bring produce through them. Can this really happen? Elisha said to him prophetically, Behold, you will see it with your eyes, but you will not benefit from it. You will not eat from it. At that time, there were four men who were lepers, Mitzora, sitting at the entrance of the city gate. At that time, if you were a leper, you had to go outside the Jewish communities. They were outside the gate, um, and the enemy had not, not done anything to them. They had no interest in getting close to the leper. According to tradition, the leper was Gehazi, Elisha's former second right-hand man, who, remember, had gone and asked the Naaman, the king of Aram, for a gift without permission, and he was cursed with leprosy. So this was him and his family. Anyways, they were sitting outside the city gate. They said to one another, Why are we sitting here till we die? If we say, let us enter the city, if we decide to go into the city, there's a famine in the city, we'll die there. If we sit outside the city, we'll also die. Let us go and fall upon the camp of Aram. If they have pity on us and let us live, they'll give us a little food and we'll live. And if they put us to death, we'll die. We're dying anyway. They rose in the twilight to go to the camp of Aram. They came to the edge of camp of Aram and behold, no one was there. The tents were standing, but they were unoccupied. Why? Because the Lord had sounded to the camp of Aram the sound of chariots, the sound of horses, the sound of a great army. And they thought a great large army was approaching. They said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel has hired against us the king of the Chittites, which was a kingdom that uh, was around the area. This wasn't the great Hittite empire of the past, but it was still quite an empire. And the kings of the upper and lower Egypt, they all came against us. We can't defend such an attack. They rose and fled in the twilight before the supposed attacker could reach them. And they had abandoned their tents, their horses, their donkeys. The camp was left just as it was and they had fled for their lives. These lepers, who knew nothing, came to the edge of the abandoned camp. They entered one tent and ate and drank, and they carried away from their silver gold garments and went and hid them. They came back and did it again and again and again. Then they said to one another, What are we doing? What we're doing is not right. This day is rightfully a day of good news to the besieged people, and we are silent. If we wait until morning light, when it's more convenient to go and announce the city, um, and we'll get punished because we delayed it. Let us go forth before sunrise and report to the king's palace. They came to the king's city, to the city. They called to the gatekeepers and told them, we came to the camp of Aram and behind, and behold, there was no one there. Only the horses are there tethered in their place and the donkeys, etc. 
The guards of the city gate called to the gatesmen of the king's palace. They reported to the king's palace. The king arose at night. He said to his servants, I will tell you now what our Ramas does us. They know that we are hungry and they departed the camp to hide in the nearby field, saying, when they come out to the city, we'll seize them alive and we'll go into the city. One of his servants answered and said, please let five of the remaining horses that remain in the city be taken. Although animals are generally first to die in a siege, <clears throat> a few were held together for the army. The horses and the rider are like the entire multitudes of Israel that remain in it. In other words, if it, if it turns out that the Arameans tricked us, then it will, be, it will still be worth the risk of sending them, as anyways, these people are dying from hunger. Let us send and see. They took two horse-drawn chariots. The king sent after the camp of Aram, saying, Go and see where the Arameans are gone. They went after them until the Jordan. And behold, the whole way was filled with garments and vessels that Aram had cast away in their panicked haste. They reported this to the king. The king came out to the city and looted the camp of Aram. The, the, the king, sorry, announced to the city that everyone could go. So the people came out of the city and looted the camp of Aram, which contained an abundance of food. A sa'ah of high-quality flour was sold for a shekel, and two sa'ah of barley was sold for a shekel in accordance with the word of the Lord. The Aramean camp was very large, while Shomron was not especially large city. So, so much food led to a sharp decrease in prices. The king appointed the official on whose arm he leaned to be in charge of the gate, to stand in the gate and prevent excessive tumult when all the angry people and hungry people rushed to seize the enemy's food. The captain wasn't armed because he thought his authority will work. And as they raced out, the starving people trampled him at the gate that he died, and he died as the man of Hashem spoke. They said, you won't have any benefit. Remember, because the official answered a man and a God and said, behold, the Lord would have to make windows in heaven. Would this happen? And Elisha told him, you will see it, but you will not get benefit. It was so for him, and the people trampled him in the gate that he died. Unfortunately, he was not able to appreciate the miracle.